Welcome, welcome, welcome. So today is this beautiful third quarter moon in Taurus, which is so heavily aspected that it could feel quite intense. And I've got some tips for you regarding that. But first I want to do an overall forecast. I pulled some cards for today because I kept feeling just super unsettled and unsatisfied with some of the um, the patterns that I'm seeing in how, um, people treat Taurus. And I know that, um, it's bias. I love quite a few Tauruses. And so maybe I see it a little bit differently, but the nature of Taurus is not always just so simple as stubborn or picky or um, luxury minded, you know, when you dig deeper into it and you really recognize what a fixed earth sign is, it might feel stubborn to air and fire signs. So if you have an air and fire sign astrologer, they might experience Taurus as a stubborn, you know, difficult energy. But when you get really close, remember when you talk about frequency and how frequency as it travels in the air, you can put a lot of high frequency into the ethers. But if you want it to go the distance and you want it to travel far, you've got to go into that lower frequency and it goes through the earth for long distances. And we see that used in different intelligence techniques that the government uses. Taurus is ruled by Venus, right? Love and connection and weaving together in the root structure, um, true community, right? And they build, they, they love luxurious things because they know how to build long lasting wealth. And so they have their eye on the future and it can get impulsive if they have influxes of money um, and they can overspend, but it's usually to create some sort of connection or some sort of grounding experience or to create the home and tend to it. And they're sensual and they care about your sense, your senses. And so there's, there's this third quarter moon in Taurus. Whenever I hear a moon cycle, moon phase talked about with Taurus, it can, they talk about how it can feel restrictive or how it can feel, you know, lonely or how different things are. And this as this moon is aspected to some really intense, intense things. So I'm not downplaying that, but I want to encourage that, encourage all of you to understand that a fixed earth sign is what we make it right? And just like you tend the soil um, and that if, you know, what's that saying? If a flower doesn't bloom, you correct the soil, not the flower. And if you tend to the soil, it can create beautiful things. And if you neglect the soil, it can get dysfunctional. And, And it isn't because soil is inherently stubborn. It's because it depends on what is put into it. Right. Um, and, and what grows from it and what the return is and, you know, our seeds being returned to the land and is there enough nitrogen and all of the things when you're working with the land that you get into. And the reason I bring this up is that Saris is 
has moved into Gemini, is moving into Gemini today. And so we will see some of that. Um, Ceres is like the natural world, the rhythm of the seasons are, are that I don't want to say womanhood, but, um, the yin activities of life, right? So you think about yang is more of the hunting, gathering, you know, traveling, you know, out action strategy, things like that. Yin is more receptive. Yin is more of the moon. It's more intuitive. It's the home. It's the parenting. It's the loving. It's devotion. It's it's also where we might feel grief and loss. It's in the slowness, in the in the rest. Um, and so as we are seeing it move into Gemini, we may see some of that yin activity need to be communicated, right? Um, so we may find that this is a good time to share our stories about our family, of our home, of how we're doing life. There might be times where you need to, um, Gemini is very crafty, right? And and you may be looking towards the fall and thinking of all the things you're going to do with your family. You might be focusing on, on um, you know, community a little bit more and on the betterment of society a little bit more. And you may, you may find that your attentions are split between the home and the outdoors and travel and rest and just wanting to do it all. And that can be a a common thing when Sarah says in Gemini feeling like you want to be everything to everyone and you want to talk about everything to everyone. And it can get quite, quite intense. And so we are going to work with this third quarter moon in a couple of different ways. I would encourage everyone to journal. And I know that that's the thing where obviously we're, you know, we're always talking about journaling. Journaling needs to be a consistent practice. And, and when you fall out of practice with journaling, you can often fall out of practice with everything else in your life. What you want to do is that you want to find anywhere, any way that you can get thoughts out of your head. If you need to open up, you know, a recording app on your device and speak it out. If you want to dictate it into the notes app, if typing on your phone is easier, if getting into, into a laptop is easier, if you have a typewriter, that would be easier, whatever you can connect to where things just start to flow out of your body. It doesn't always need to be pen to paper. However, when you get done journaling and putting a gratitude list or making yourself a joy list or, you know, creating, um, an intention or manifestation list, those things you do want to put pen to paper. Um, it's part of the magic, you know, if you're going to do a ritual to burn, you want to make sure that you're writing that pen to paper, what you want to do, um, specifically here. And what is important for everyone to remember the third quarter moon is the halfway point. We just we just had the full moon. We're on our way to the new moon. It's a time to shift. It's a time to shift. It's the when you look for difficult things. And there's no better sign to do all of this under than Taurus. Taurus can take a look at the earth and what is truly here and what must be done before you sow your seeds right? So really work with this. We have Venus energy, Venus quincunx Saturn. It started last Wednesday. It's going until Sunday. There could be love imbalances. And I implore you to remember that when you seek harmony, you cannot see that as seeking to, um, 
be a peacemaker. Seeking harmony does not mean peacemaking. Seeking harmony does not mean um, stuffing your emotions inside to not upset other people. Seeking harmony and seeking balance means you may need to cut some stuff, right? You may need to cut some people. You may need to cut your own attitude, right? (laughs) Like you may need to, harmony doesn't always mean be nice. Sometimes it means be exacting. Um, we have too much on our plates. We took on too much. Harmony isn't just being happy while you complete everything you committed to. Harmony is understanding that you took on too much. It might mean disappointing some people. Harmony doesn't always mean happy. And so seek harmony this weekend because of that Venus quincunx Saturn. Saturn's retrograde and Saturn ain't messing around. It's over there in Aquarius and it's just doing some stuff. And so you, when you have it aspected like this to Venus, you better be taking that taskmaster to your love life, take it to your community, take it to how you feel, how connected do you feel? And that balance will be coming into the work arena, right? boundaries, boundaries are going to be big. And so as we're working with that energy and as Ceres is now moving into Gemini, we may feel some restriction. We have the sun squaring off with the moon, obviously. Right. But then we have the moon squaring off with Mercury. The sun is conjunct Mercury. The And so when you think about that, the sun is right up against Mercury, really highlighting all of these, you know, energies of communication really highlighting logic, reason, connection, um, you know, expression, how, how we want the world to view us. And so with the sun conjunct Mercury, Mercury rules Gemini, Ceres is coming into Gemini. We're seeing more communication about all of these things. The Mercury is just moving and grooving and wanting to be expressed. If you're not expressing you will feel restricted. There is tension in the air. A sun, the the third quarter moon is always going to have some tension associated with it um, energetically. And the moon is just heavily aspected, right? It's squaring off with the sun. It's squaring off with Mercury. The moon is trying Venus and Mars, right? That whole yin and yang. So the moon is really given that some oomph. It's squaring up off with Jupiter, which is retrograded back into Aquarius. So our inner intuition is sort of swearing, squaring off and really de- deciding where the internal expansion must be. And at the same time, it's conjunct Uranus and Uranus is getting ready to go retrograde in a couple of weeks. And so we just have a lot, we have a lot in movement and a lot that they're, that we're really trying to, um, understand. And so, um, when we explore our inner world, what comes up, right? What insights are coming up when you're journaling? This is where I really say journaling this week, this weekend with this third quarter moon is going to be important. The Delta Aquarids really rained down on us all week. They were at their peak, right? Just a couple days ago. What sort of cosmic inspiration have you had this week? What sort of aha moments, what kind of thoughts? Those were extraterrestrial. Did you write them down? Did you write them down? They may feel close right now while we have all this energy in the ethers, but they will feel so far if you are not writing them down and giving them a list. Um, Remember Jupiter coming back into Aquarius. It's here to do some business. It's getting closer and closer to Saturn. We're seeing some of the themes of the Saturn retrograde, our current retrogrades, Pluto and Capricorn till October. 
Saturn in Aquarius retrograde in Aquarius till October, Jupiter retrograde in Aquarius till October, Neptune retrograde in Pisces till November, Chiron retrograde until December. Uranus is about to go retrograde in, uh, on August 19th, right? And it will be trying Mercury, some stuff going down friends. And then, and we really want to be looking and looking as, as we are spiraling in, what does this all mean? Where are we at? Saturn's hanging out and uh, <laughs> without getting too specific or adding more things for anyone to really worry about when, when Saturn is hanging where Saturn is hanging is 10 degrees Aquarius. It's sort of like an area of Aquarius where you're dealing with the very base principles of life. Why the why, right? And when people say, you know, that they have certain principles that they live by, why, what are your principles? How are they showing up in your life? Are they actually your principles, right? Do we understand what even the word principle mean? It's a fundamental truth, right? A fundamental truth, a foundation for whatever it is that you're doing in life, whatever it is you're believing in life. And Saturn is all about foundation and all about those base principles. And it's sitting there in the middle of Aquarius triggering up those. Is that really what you think? Is that really how you feel? Is that really a guiding force in your life? Or is that something you're just still carrying, right? So all of these things are what we're processing this week. And the cards that I pulled, I, from my ancestors and angels deck, the elder card to move beyond ancestral patterns, your ancestors lived the life they live and they passed knowledge to you so that you could stand on their shoulders to see beyond what they could ever see. The ancestors are with you currently to let you elevate above the stations they could attain in their life. So don't keep trying to do what your ancestors did. You want to do what your ancestors never could with the knowledge that your ancestors cultivated in their lives. Allow your ancestors to help you elevate beyond the station of what they could accomplish. And then from my um, Oracle deck, my threads of fate Oracle deck, uh, <laughs> which is gold. It's the gold edition and it's so pretty. It's black with gold shimmer. I'll post pictures. We have the love card in a reversed space. Our love is out of balance and we have the weaver overlaid on top of it, meaning we can create, we can create magic. And if the love is out of sync, then it's time to get it in sync. We are not a victim of it. Let's create it. Let's move forward. Check the soil. Check the soil of the foundation and have, have yourself a long journaling session over it. What's up? Where are your gratitudes? What, what full moon intentions did you have? What did you banish? How did you do? How were the meteor showers? How did you dream? What did you dream? Are you paying attention? How are your meditations? If you're not meditating, why? If you're not journaling, why? Right? Really get honest with yourself. See the soil for what it is. Otherwise, this will just keep coming up. Everybody have a beautiful weekend. Do the work and it will feel better. I'll talk to you tomorrow.